Hey, what's up guys and welcome back. It's your boy Shorty. We are here with another episode of the Black Entourage Podcast. Of course, I'm here with Jamal. I'm here with Amir. How you fellas doing this week? Good. <laughs> Awkward silence. Uh, uh, Amir, you actually just went to like some music festival in the fucking rain today, right? Yeah, it was, it was actually crazy. It's called... Um... House in the Park. House in the Park. We've been doing it for like the past four years or so. I've missed one or two because I was in Florida. Mm -hmm. But my family's been doing it for a while. It's like they rent out Grant Park, which is a huge park in Atlanta. And they just play house music loud as fuck for from 12 to 8 p.m. And there's like three or four different DJs. And it, you can see the progression of it. Like it was really big after the pandemic because people was like, first, they were ready to get yeah. outside. But even today, like, they said they was expecting 15,000 people. Damn. And the tickets are $15 a piece. And me and my sister did the math. That's, I think, 225000 just for ticket sales. And then they have vendors and all that other type of stuff. They just got a permit to sell alcohol in there. So they have alcohol Ooh. vendors. Um, that's where the money's at. That's where the money's at. And so it was a very huge event. You can bring alcohol in there you can bring grills in there people were smoking weed all day it was literally like the biggest so it's like a uh almost like a tailgating event it's it's like a tailgating event but i would say more like a festival like you know how people be having like i guess the raves and yeah. like all the crazy festivals it's literally the most beautiful people the most peaceful people coming together to vibe out you know as soon as you walk into the park all you smell the sage that's the craziest shit I've ever experienced. My mom would be like, warning, warning. <laughs> no, and it was so crazy because people are like burning sage and like they're just trying to get the vibes right. Like they have lights and all types that of stuff. That seems like the worst people and ever. <laughs> yeah. Everybody has tents and stuff and they're just vibing out, vibing out. So we took the kids, all the family came. Um, there was a couple of funny moments. Mia fell up. down a hill. Nia just set taillights on the beam. On a beam. Nia's in here? Okay, so boom! This is going to be great. She knew I was going to talk about it. So let me tell you something. So Nia, so we got some nasty ass food. We got trapped in the rain. Me and Nia went to go get some drinks. We actually went to go get some food. After we got drinks, they had buy one, get one free, like pineapple drinks, right? Mm. It's crazy. But Alcoholic? Yes, alcoholic. They had rum brown rum inside of it so after two we were lit but we ended up going to get some food and Neil was like it's getting darker I'm like what and she's like she has like that funny bone where she understands the weather she was like it's getting darker I felt the rain drop and next thing you know it's torrential downpours just raining all over the place um and so we ended up getting trapped in the rain and so all the ground got wet mm-hmm. Nia's food was disgusting she was clowning me oh. I got the pulled chicken Wait, sandwich so you waited for the food and it was what? It was dis- her oh. food was dis- her food was disgusting. My food was actually that's the worst. <laughs> I'll fight you off. No, her food was actually gross, and so she kept asking me, "Can you get my food replaced? Can you get my food replaced?" I was like, "My nigga, you finna move, so let's just <laughs> go get the food together." She begged me not to. Next thing you know, we're walking down the hill. She slides down the hill and falls. Oh was no! Was she wearing jeans? She was wearing fucking Crocs. <laughs> what was, was your pants? <laughs> What? I think she was wearing, I don't know, she was wearing short, she definitely stripped up her knees, her shit was bleeding and all types of shit. 
Bruh, I was laughing so fucking hard. <laughs> like, even the people around me felt sorry for her. Like, they was handing her water to get the mud off of her. Oh, they was giving yeah, her yeah. napkins to wipe off the mud. Home. And I was just sitting there like, like ah! I've been at the bot festival. I'm out of here. <laughs> Going home. No, but those are the people you want to follow, get, follow around. Like, if they're burning sage, more than likely they'll, they like, patch you up. Like, Put water on your wounds, yeah. and the, it was yeah. it was great, bro. Like free love. I'm still going home. Love. I'll be up, like I'm embarrassed. I'm out of here. It was crazy, but yeah, it's a very good time. And at the end of it, there was like this team of people who was barbecuing behind us. They had yellowtail. Oh, they had all types of meats. Like they had so much food back there, and like mm. they had like 10, 15 bottles. Yeah, and. Come to find out, me and my mom, we've been plotting on the whole move since the beginning. And so at the end, when I was about to leave, she was like, come with me. Let's walk into their tent and see what's going on. And she was like, is this a travel event? Or like, what are y'all doing? She was like, nah, we've been going here for four years. It's just people who we've met, just like we're meeting you. We have a group chat. And every year we come and just add our tents together and make what? a bigger and bigger and bigger party. Oh. That's fun as hell. And so now we're in the group chat. So next year, You're gonna be a we're going to be a chat. part of that shit where they had, they had so much food that they couldn't even eat it. Oh, so great. You couldn't we in there? drink it. I'm there it for was food. crazy. And me and my mom got the connect. So next year, it's going to be got the, got the, the festival plug. Got the festival plug. Got the bro. festival plug. I was soaking wet. Like, I'm not even going to lie. I was, it was bad. I was soaking wet for three but hours. But the experience. But the experience was good. It was a rain and shine event, and they were still dancing in the rain. It was crazy. Shout out to that event. Being in the rain sometimes is a very spiritual it is. act. Like just being in there, you don't, don't care about how you feel, but you just. It's almost like getting. Uh, it's like a purity thing. How does yeah. rinse and everything like you're, off? You're, you're being kissed by purity. Mm. I can dig it. Sounds fun. Ooh. I'll be there next year. You pulling up? <laughs> you can just have your old headphones in and just be the vibe. I bought my headphones just in case it was whack. But it was a good time. So you didn't need them? No. Like you can like you can bring your own bottles. I had my own tequila. Then me and my sister went and got drinks. Like you can smoke weed in the park. Because it is Atlanta. It was, it was crazy. There was police all over the place. Niggas were just smoking blunts, walking through the park. It was crazy. And it was all like black people and white people who love black people. It was crazy. That's fire. I'll be the next year for sure. For sure. So I wanted to bring up one of the topics that's gonna get uh -oh. Jamal a little upset. What's this? You ready? Yeah. J. Cole somehow made it to the <laughs> made it to the 2K23 cover athlete cover. Yeah. How the hell did that happen? And how do you feel about that? Cause he does lived out like every rapper's dreams, fucking making it to a pro league. To fucking being on the album of, uh, cover of 2K now. What's your thoughts on that? I know you hate him, but can you give that lyrics that you love from him so much? I forgot it. Oh. I do. What do you Damn, say? you dropped the mic. Oh, oh no, 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 no. Back on the Gadanti. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Sports Center. Play my shit. Yeah. One layup and they treat me like I'm Luka Dante. One layup and now he is on the cover of 2K23. That's the shit, man. It's crazy. He can literally speak shit into existence. Yeah. That nigga literally joined the African League, mm -hmm. scored a triple single. Triple single. <laughs> and was the hottest thing on ESPN. Come on. Oh, yeah. The hottest thing on ESPN. All before bro. he dropped the fire-ass oh. album, bro. What's the bomb? What's going on, brother? How you doing, man? 
Uh, so I just wanted to bring that up because I, you know, I don't even play 2K like that anymore because no one plays me. Like no one plays me in it. None of my friends play me in 2K anymore because they couldn't beat me. So I was like, all right, gotta go to the next game. Sorry, I got too good at it. Uh, but I just wanted to bring that up. And, you shouldn't uh, be on the cover. Why? No, I think I'm not he ready to read the this. cover, bro. Like, he does not deserve bro. the cover. He doesn't, but there's probably some of his fans that would be willing to buy it. That's enough, exactly. Enough that, enough that the, the company his is willing fans. to make some covers of him. So well, the simple fact that it's such a flex. Like, when I it saw that shit, I was like, yo, it's first of all, flex. he's a rapper. Yes, he doesn't deserve to be on that. And he's on the cover of two. Like, that's an accolade that no other rapper has I don't done. Think so, like, any, you have to respect the fact that I don't that he's think on any cover. rapper has made it to the cover. That's they don't even have the, they can't, they you don't know, have the skill. Or he, doesn't, he doesn't either. Listen. That's what I'm saying. He's that's the beauty of it all. He might as well That's the ultimate At least flex. Drake is inviting the whole Golden State Warriors out to his private gym. And Drake should be on that bitch. <laughs> Why? Because J. Cole's in a league. Who else? Is Drake in a league? Or is he just paying for the league to play? Nigga, he's playing shit? against NBA players at his fucking house. So? That's not in the league, though. He's in the African League. Is that the league? It's, it's a league. league. It's the NBA branch. Man, it's the NBA branch. Come on. Yeah. Fucking Dave East used to play with fucking NCAA. You're right. Yes, he did. But he's not. But then he's, he's not, not the rapper there. that J. Cole is. He, he what? That's come on, yo. Yo, come on. Stop playing. I like Dave East. Like, we're not going to do that. We're not going like to put somebody who's been in the game for as long as J. Cole. And you're going to talk about Dave East and being on the cover? There's no way. And I don't even. It, it, I don't it, even. I don't even. I don't even. Oh, and I love, I like Davies, but now I don't. So it's just like there's no conversation where we're going to talk about Jay Cole and Davies. It's just a preference. Is, it, thing? is there no? Because they both play ball. Not on the cover of 2K though. No, that's but, not the conversation. No, and if it's he never got this, it's just a popularity contest. Yeah, he played with like. And I don't KD understand why like, he's so popular. Niggas boring. He's super popular. He's a fucking. Tim and he's Duncan commercial. Of, I guess. He's Tim Duncan of hip hop. He's marketable. Life. He's marketable as shit, and he's a good nigga. Like, and that's all you really need I, in the business world. Hip hop needs niggas like J Cole, but nigga, I don't care about that shit. Like, you're boring. <laughs> like, he's not. So you're not gonna get it. He's not there. You're not gonna buy his. Not you're not gonna buy. What? Because two K. I'm afraid to J Cole. Because of he's J- not because of J Cole all year. Because of J Cole on the cover, how dare they? I saw that shit. I was instantly infuriated. <laughs> Man's got a triple single, got a fucking ESPN <laughs> highlight, and he's on the cover of 2K? What a career. Greatest year ever. Fucking clout chasing ass company. I love it. That's all Those are bags, bro. He said, he, he didn't even say Is that clout chasing? No. Because that's a business move. Because not ESPN, 2K is the people that have to approve it. Oh, I, I get I get. They're the ones who have to I reach get out. ESPN. Like I get 2K. ESPN. I get ESPN. They gave him. I mean, they gave Drake a whole finals. I don't know. It was weird when Toronto went to the finals. Yeah, the music. Yeah, the music going crazy. But fucking 2K. 2K. That's like the pinnacle. No, we put we put sports athletes. Oh, they should have put Serena the only, Williams on the, the only thing left for him it. now. He's gonna make it to like the G League team. And then so he's gonna be the next rapper to make it to the league after uh uh what's his name? Uh Master P. It's you niggas that make me hate J. Cole. It's not even J. Cole. 
His fans? Yeah, his fans. Why? They think he's the fucking second coming of the greatest rapper alive, and he's not that. But he's one of the leaders of the new school, is he not? He's a middle. He's a middle child. He said it himself. He's in the. He's in the Damn, that, this, He's in that branch with Drake, yeah, Kendrick, it and, and it's right him. It he's should, the three. It should be like him, Big Sean, Wale. Drake and Kendrick by themselves. No, I do believe that what you're saying is a fact right now. Like, I do believe that there are certain classes of rappers right now, and I believe that J. Cole fits in with the Big Sean and the Wale and everything, but that doesn't make Wale not my favorite rapper. And it doesn't make Big Sean not one of my favorite rappers. Like, even though I would put Drake and other rappers that's in their same freshman 10, I would put them in a certain category, but at the Drake end of the day, you still, he wasn't? He wasn't the one? The him and Nicki got a cover by themselves. What? Yeah. So, yeah, you can't even put them in the same conversation. And I think, I think, I want to say Big Sean was in the year after them, too. I'm not great with the years. But, yeah, it doesn't matter. Man, I just think that he deserves it only because he's, he's proven to niggas that he's worked hard, and he even says in his music, like, He's underrated. He's the little child. Like he's basically telling y'all that he understands his he position in the game. It's a dollar in a dream. There's nothing underrated about this nigga. It's all all overrated. Dollar in a dream. <laughs> it's all overrated. and it all came true off that dream. Yeah. Uh, to right kind of keep too. it in music a little bit, a quick update off uh, the FM Mecca topic we talked about uh, mm-hmm. two weeks ago. Although since we were out last week. Oh yeah. Uh, Essentially, after we released the clip, he was dropped like the same within the 24 hours that we recorded. Oh, yeah, the dropped. label dropped him. Uh, the programmer is a white guy. Wow. So he was using like racial etiquette uh, and all that. So that was a big thing. Uh, and then uh, the rapper who actually wrote the lyrics for FMEC, his name is Kyle the Hooligan. And he's now coming after the programmer and them because they never paid him hmm. for the money and that yeah. they done blew the fuck up. So he's now suing them. And, <laughs> and a big thing happened because like they got chewed the fuck out from um, this organization called like the Black uh, Alliance. So mm-hmm. I'm trying to pull it up real quick. I have the screenshot. And they just like ripped up a new one. I was like, damn, you just got to stop after that. Uh, it has come to our attention that your company has decided to partner with a factory new on signing the artificial design rapper FN Mecca. While we applaud innovation and tech that connects listeners to music and enhances the experience, we find fault in a lack of awareness and how offensive this character is. It is direct insult to the black community and our culture and, what's that word, amalgamation, I probably saw that wrong, but oh well, of gross stereotypes. Uh, mannerisms that derive from black artists complete with slurs infused in lyrics. Wow. Yeah, that's just the beginning. I'm not even going to read the whole thing, but they destroyed it. Basically said uh, Capitol Records has to drop him immediately. They yeah. did. And they have to publicly apologize. They, they did. did. Yeah. So- <laughs> yeah, that's the shit you're going to play about in 2022. Like, there are certain things that is just off limits and cancel culture is huge. Mm-hmm. And now that we have some context about what this actually is, because before we were trying to figure it out, like who gets paid, yeah. what's who's to do it. And so now that you're telling me like, cause I was a big proponent of developer shit. Like I was huge on that. But now that you're telling me like who the developer is and what he's doing. And like, that was one of the questions I, we I, had last time. It was like, who's who getting paid for this? Who's doing this? Right. So now that I understand that it's somebody who's appropriating culture 
and basically inventing what he thinks the artist would look like in that image with the locks and the black skin and all that type of stuff and then saying things that black people would say and like it's yep. literally benefiting off Cultural of something that appropriation is at its finest yeah at its finest so that's something that i cannot support yeah um i didn't support it in the beginning because tiktok and other social media platforms has a huge following with these virtual characters like mm -hmm. i don't know what it is it's literally developers creating something and millions of people following them i don't know y'all are sick and i think now that this whole thing happened when FM Mecca now opens the door officially for these regulars. It was like, oh, we had a thing here, but then maybe we didn't just vet it out a little bit better. So they're gonna try this again. Now they probably have someone in their uh, record labels trying to, they probably have a programmer now trying to develop something mm -hmm. just to see if the masses will like it or something. So uh, just thought we should bring that up as a quick update for something we talked about mm -hmm. uh, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, now on to some quick uh, entertainment news. Did you guys watch She-Hulk by chance? Have you guys nope. watched the new shit? I haven't watched it. No. I have seen the I'm waiting until they all drop. Wait until they all drop. Okay. Yeah. So uh, the last episode won't like spoil anything. Uh, but yeah, the Megan Stallion. That was the Megan the Stallion episode, right? So I won't spoil the plot or anything, but there's been catching a lot of heat and uh, some rage for what happened in the post credit scene. Uh, and I'm just gonna pull up the clip just so you guys can kind of see what I'm talking about and I will post it for you guys as well Because the internet is torn whether or not that this should have happened in the MCU So I'm gonna post this here in the chat so you guys can kind of just click the video don't know, What is the MCU? That's the Marvel Cinematic Universe, baby. Everybody knows this that. is 20 years plus. They know what that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was asking for myself. Uh, oh! So here it is. This is the post credit scene. <laughs> they made her, made her uh, twerk. <laughs> Dollar back. Relax. So the internet was kind of torn at this. There was like uh, twerking in the MCU. Mm -hmm. Like, what is what? happening? Or what do you mean? But the MCU is about to get way worse. Like I've seen way worse shit. In the so MCU. elaborate. I've seen someone take a hammer to someone's face and like bounce across. Like in what? What do you mean? Uh, Endgame. Did it, Captain? Did it Captain America hit Thanos in the face with a hammer? That happened in in the Avengers one, did it? What are you talking about compared to this? I'm saying violence <laughs> over twerking. Like, what are we talking about? No, no, no. People are mad saying that why are MCU allowing like twerking? Yeah, they. But so why? Why is that a problem when it's so violent? Like, but I'm, it's comics. So it's been in the comics forever. So he's saying the comics. But there's also, violent. but there's also She-Hulk literally being naked in her, in the comics. In yeah. her comics. So mm -hmm. what are we talking about? So are, are they are, are they, they complaining that they're sexualizing the, the the movie brand? Like they're starting to add it. That's what I'm just saying. What the people are saying. No, it's no, so, no it's, <laughs> it's stupid though. Because like, if you really are tapping into the M's, like. If you're really a comic book fan, mm -hmm. like you know, She-Hulk has always been risky. She's yeah. always been one of their sexy yeah. kind of uh, what is it, Amazonian type mm -hmm. of woman, like. But not everyone reads the comics, or not all these new people that are fans of the TV shows, and not generally and people. That's who... my problem with those kind of people. Shut the fuck up and just enjoy it. 
Okay, you guys heard it here first. Because you haven't done the research in order to even speak. speak so, and, and then, and to be completely honest, like, I see some of this shit, like, you have to go with trends, right? It doesn't matter what people view about the, the M- MCU. That, at the end of the day, we already know what trends in, in, in different societies. Everybody who has fat asses, twerking, etc. That gets the most millions of likes, millions of views, etc. So the people who are actually critiquing this in a negative light, they're not the majority, in my opinion. Because the majority is literally depicted in social media. That's how you see all the likes. Because in my head, sometimes I see shit on social media, I'm like, how is this getting so much traction? Mm-hmm. You would think that it's taboo, but the majority of people like taboo. So the simple fact that there's a little buzz about somebody shaking some ass and she hawk and she wasn't really shaking ass for real, like how I've seen it, that's petty, in my opinion. And and it's and it, and it has to be like a buzz <clears> only <throat> because people just want some shit to talk about. But if it was actually like some but other shit, it would be viral. Us. Oh. <laughs> we need some shit to talk about. <laughs> well, that was a nice little warm up. Let's jump into the real shit. Andrew Tate, let's get right to it. Uh, Andrew Tate, he's pretty much like nuclear on, well, he's not on these social media platforms anymore because they kicked him off of everything over the last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, removed from all social media platforms for, for his extreme takes on women, uh, and I quote, including, including hitting women, uh, men and women are not equal, and rape victims deserve some responsibility for putting themselves in a situation to get raped. What? Uh, thoughts on this situation... Uh, is cancel culture getting too inclusive on the First Amendment rights, or what the social media uh, platforms are for? We this is a deep topic here. This is like First Amendment. This is mm-hmm. so. Let's have this conversation. They kicked them off of every platform. No Facebook. No YouTube. What did no, he say? Uh, I'm sorry. That kind of yeah. Back. Multiple thoughts, uh, comments about hitting women. Okay. Uh, men and women are not equal. Uh-huh. And rape victims deserve some responsibility for putting themselves in the situation. To, and I hate repeating that. So yes. Okay. So, okay. So this brings me back to the whole Donald Trump getting kicked off. Um, what he get off Twitter. Twitter. Um, and the whole freedom of speech thing that was brought up. Mm-hmm. Um, as we're Jamal has stated previous time, pr- numerous times, there is a it's a private company. Mm-hmm. And it's up to them to decide what is on their particular platform. Mm-hmm. Period. And so, regardless, like it, to me, if so, if I was uh, the curator of Facebook, Twitter, whatever the case may be, and anybody was saying something that goes against what the fuck I feel, I don't, I don't necessarily believe in freedom of speech. Like I feel like it's archaic, and I feel like now that we have so much technology that makes things go viral, the wrong information can spread, and 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 invoke an ideology that's toxic and we saw that on january 6th mm-hmm. so at the end of the day like if anybody is for beating women and saying that women should hold responsibility for the situations that they cannot control that they become a victim in i don't believe that that's a person that who deserves a platform in my personal opinion if i was a ceo of a company and mm-hmm. i had the right to kick somebody the fuck mm-hmm. off so in my in my opinion the stuff that he is saying would be a warrant to get, to get him off my shit. Agreed. Now, for these other platforms, <laughs> there are platforms that still host Donald Trump. There are still platforms that, that will still shit. host people. There's, there's a new social media network on the rise called Rumble, and that's where 
uh, Donald Trump is right now. Mm-hmm. That's where Andrew Tate is putting his stuff. Uh, so that's like the new one on the rise. Sorry. Yeah, so at the end of the day, like I, I'm just gonna finish it off like this. We there are certain things that's put into place. We don't read the terms and conditions. There are mm-hmm. certain things that 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 should, should not be said. said. Just don't say it. No matter your platform. So <laughs> you're saying it, um, and you have to suffer the consequences of your actions. And I don't necessarily think that anybody who is preaching those values. Needs um, a platform. Needs a platform to extend their voice, right? Because the platform is a is a is a gift. It's a blessing, mm-hmm. and so if you have a platform, in my opinion, you should use your platform to push culture forward. Some people use it for the opposite reasons, and I think our collective consciousness is bleeding those people out to certain platforms that are going to be highly monitored by, say, the FBI. Because there's only but so many places you can go, and yeah. now we're we're bottlenecking you into a position to wherein we see you. Yeah, because you're only here. Yeah, it, it makes it easier easier for us to find the hate because everyone's here. What's your thoughts on that, Jamal? This um, whole Andrew Tate situation. Um, his situ- his situation. If I can speak up, please. <clears throat> his situation is Make mad it. complex. <laughs> like, um, first of all, he has a an internet like a master class mm-hmm. and and he incentivizes people to make to put his class in their bio so you have a whole bunch of Andrew Tate followers profiles that are at him but they're spewing his his rhetoric his rhetoric like he was on a he was on a podcast and he was like um, the guy was like I saw your your TikTok, you have 1.5 million followers. He was like, I don't have a TikTok. Oh, so the guy thought that he was Andrew yeah. Tate because it was on his profile. And they have his picture, they have his class in his bio. Wow. And they have a whole bunch of videos of him talking. But he was like, I don't I don't have a TikTok. There's literally like probably a thousand Andrew Tate profiles. Wow. So he he's able to skirt around it's like cultish yeah because because of what he says there's a lot of people that follow what he says and then who does that sound like there's a lot of people that <laughs> have a problem with him being deplatformed because of free speech and whatnot i mean they had a whole conversation about this on joe rogan about yeah him being deplatformed a whole bunch and a whole bunch of the red pill niggas is like saying that if they don't agree with what you say, they're gonna, you know, take your right away and shit. So, it's a, compl- it's a complicated situation with him because it's not him, it's not his platforms essentially, it's his followers platform. Mm-hmm. And they're just pushing his rhetoric because he incentivizes it through his classes and his whatever, whatever. Like, the nigga's rich somehow. Yeah. Like, and he's, he's scummy, like he's been scum. But that's how he gets his money. Like, I think the first thing he did, so he doesn't live in America. He lives somewhere in like Eastern Europe. And then the first thing he did, I think, was like him and his homeboys got a whole bunch of girls to do like Romania. phone sex. Yeah, phone sex or some shit. A whole bunch of Romanians to do phone sex didn't pay them what they were supposed to do, call lines and shit. Wow. And that's how he made his millions. He's like a kickboxer. That's how yeah, he, he's like that's world one of his companies. 
He does the fucking master class, like I said. Like, he does a lot of weird shit that got him to where he is and to be um, popular by a lot of men. So it's like... But that's it's, dangerous. And he spews his rhetoric like that. So that's I don't know. I don't know. I just don't know. Because I don't listen to the guy yeah. enough. Mm-hmm. I just see him... In Popping passing, out. yeah, yeah. Uh, shows YouTube up on an algorithm, yeah, like the YouTube yeah. algorithm, and then fucking Facebook be throwing that shit out, and then it's crazy. It's interesting. Yeah, I never even heard of this guy uh, until this stuff started happening. Mad popular. And then when you start actually hearing the shit that he's been saying, like Amir saying, "Get this guy to fuck off," right? Especially if it's a private company, you get the hell out of here if they, you know, these people gotta. And it's not necessarily his fault is it's probably his followers that are pushing his shit yeah they're pushing his rhetoric yeah. it's not even him when he says but you guys but you gotta blame the leader that's telling you to put it on the not side necessarily that's what got Donald Trump because in the there's a lot of in, there's a lot of niggas saying crazy shit that people don't push so if he's if people are pushing his rhetoric is it him? I mean, they're pushing it, it, but he's still saying it, though, in the video, it, right? But he's saying it. But there's so many people saying crazy shit that are just talking into a fucking void. Yeah. Like, what's the difference between that guy and this guy? His following. How did he attain that following? That's the thing. Because the other guy wants to follow him, too, but he's yeah. talking to nobody. Yeah. So it's like... Negativity sells on uh, uh, more attractive on the algorithms, unfortunately. Do we blame the niggas that are pushing his shit? Like, the popular niggas that are being like, well... I mean, like, Rogan saying, like, it's wrong that they deplatformed him. This is eventually be all of us. Or is this like... Or is it the guy in his basement that signed up for his class and made a TikTok and is posting and clipping all his shit? Yeah. But like I said, a, a following is a blessing. So if you are if you are blessed with a following and you use that following to send a certain message, then it's up to the corporation to say, I don't want this shit spewed all over my fucking platform. So like I said, that was the demise of Trump on a lot of these platforms because it, it was his following that he could persuade that made him dangerous. Yeah. It wasn't Donald Trump himself. It was the fact that he could rally thousands of people to go storm the Capitol. That's the power that he had with the platform that he was given. And so that shit had to be taken away. And then now they have to find a different way to rally, a different way to collude in order to overthrow the government. But not saying that this guy was on that type of level, but you never know. Like, it's it's really easy to build a cult and yeah. a cult-like mindset. Um, and Wait, easy? Have, oh, yeah. People falling cults easy as shit. I don't know why. But uh, he's a di- but Donald Trump is a different. He was the president of the United States. He he was off of, in my opinion, cult like mindset. But not mm, a little bit. It was a cult like mindset, but not at the beginning though. It was just a differential of politician at the beginning. And then he got further into his psychosis. Like he did. He got crazier and crazier and crazier. But this guy is just a guy that has worked his way into the mind of a lot of young men, older men, men, period, and is able to say a whole bunch of shit that makes sense to them. 
speaking directly wasn't, to them. Wasn't not a, he wasn't a president. He wasn't anything political. He wasn't a movie star. He wasn't... I mean, the nigga was like a fucking kickboxer. I mean, like a fucking... He was a kickboxer. Yeah, kickboxer. Wasn't that great, I don't think. So it was like... How? I rather sell my brand off love, personally. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go against the grain if that's what it means to build it more mm-hmm. sustainably. Sustainably. So, yeah. Get them off the platform. Uh, how do you feel about... Do you think that... Uh, the line for cancel culture in the First Amendment is kind of getting blurry now? No, no because I believe that everybody has a, a base moral compass. Like, regardless of the way you move, I do believe that the human conscious is kind of like, like there. Like, yeah. we, one thing I noticed about humans, we all have like certain boundaries that we know we shouldn't cross, and it's just the people who actually cross them and the people who don't and know they shouldn't. So I don't really think that the lines are getting blurred, per se. Um, but I do believe that if you're moving in the right direction as a human being and living life's purpose, then you shouldn't be worried about cancel, cancel culture. Cancel culture does not fucking exist. It's literally, there's always been consequences to what you, your actions. Exactly. So if you say some crazy shit, there's a consequence to, that to your fucking them. actions. Yeah. Or there should be. The, these rich niggas that just and have never suffered consequences don't know how to handle it. And it's like, bro, if you say some shit and you need your popularity to fund whatever you're funding, like Will Smith, like... You're not just gonna be able to walk up on a stage and smack a nigga and think you're just you're gonna just be gonna walk okay away. Yeah, you're just gonna be able to make your uh, Netflix movie. Like, no, there's consequences to everything. A white person says the n word and goes crazy, bro. Your shit is probably done. Done. Like, there's consequences to everything. Watch what the fuck you say. Like, there's consequences to people in the street. Like, there's consequences in life. to you saying something crazy to me. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> You're not just gonna get away. First and foremost, yeah, yeah. Like, there's consequences to everything. So the fact that cancel culture, they created cancel culture and made it a thing. Cancel it's culture an ideology. It's not a thing. No. Watch what the fuck you say. There's consequences to what you say. I'm a private company. I sponsor your shit. I didn't like which what you said. I can pull your shit any time. Followers gone. Follow. My money's gone. Everything. Yeah. That's yeah. it. I don't like what you said. I don't have to sponsor you. You can blame Sponsor's it on Sponsor's the wrong word. I don't have to give Post you a flag. I don't have to. Pulse. I no, no, not even that. I'm talking about companies that are funding these niggas shit or whatever. Oh, like their platforms. Yeah, their platforms are funding oh, whatever they are. Yeah, 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 yeah. You guys are right, too, about platforms. But I'm just talking about funding and whatever. If I don't want to watch you, I don't want to fund you. If I want to go on the internet and talk shit about the dog shit you said... That's my right. That's not cancel And you culture, have the right bro. to not let somebody represent your brand in a way that you yeah, don't represent. Exactly. It's like, my exactly. nigga, I'm giving you all this money. You're talking like this to the public? Mm-hmm. And they just, they've never had to deal with Absolutely consequences. Not. Fucking privileged people have never had to deal with consequences, and now they did. And and, and I love the it. If they want to call, if they want to call it cancel culture, I fucking it's, love it's, cancel it, culture. It, 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 watch what, watch what the fuck you say. And I was about to try to change this to something else other than cancel culture because instead of us putting such a negative light, instead of instead of us putting such a negative light on cancel culture, 
I would rather call it something else like bias awareness or privilege awareness. Like mm-hmm. niggas is suffering the consequences of shit that they never had to suffer before, mainly because of social media. Yeah. I don't and know. awareness. Let them call it what they want to call it. Let the war against it. I'm always going to be for Kelsey. Watch your fucking mouth. Watch what the fuck you say. And some of the shit that I say, I just be like, damn, should I say this shit? And it's only because I know what I'm about to say out of my mouth. My subconscious told me to check my fucking self. But we have, and it's my decision to continue. But we have always known what we say could get us checked at any fucking. That's one moment. of the first lessons we learn as children. That's all in, yeah. in, in the Even hood. Even in opposite reaction, it's in science. Everything in the hood, in everything. Watch what you say. If you're gonna say it, there's gonna be consequences. These rich niggas have never felt that. So now that they're feeling that. I don't, don't know how to I don't have any sympathy for them. That cancel culture shit is fake. They're just realizing that the people with money are now realizing that the people that are funding them might not like what you said and you're not used to it because you've been able to say whatever the fuck you wanted Without for the last 20, 30, 40 years. 100, now 200. there's consequences to it. Yeah. So don't, I don't want to talk. And about you're not going to fuck my pockets Woo. because I'm backing you. Got your ball hot. You got deep. <laughs> you bad. Yeah, like, bro, that cancel culture shit is a myth, bro. Every Everybody that wars against cancel culture and deep platforms said some Reckless. crazy shit. Yep. Mm-hmm. Or have been spewing lies or. That's like after the baby said all that crazy shit and then Boosie came after him. Like, yeah. I support the baby. Yeah. Like, nigga, Boosie, my nigga, like, you yeah. said some crazy shit on stage like, too. You, like, everybody. <laughs> what you say, crazy shit? That's why niggas are so smart. Like, when you see how Drake moves, Drake doesn't talk about nothing political. Nope. It just shows you I bought a plane. Yep. Or he'll be on someone's fucking interlude like I just want a I'm million dollar bet. Yeah, I'm in Europe. Yeah. Living my life like or or even J. Cole, you know, like, we we keep what we say on the track and you can do that. Mm-hmm. Real G's move in silence. Like, and then it's a, a, a keep your fucking opinions, bro. Like your opinion is your opinion. When you're out here doing big shit, damn it's the biggest you man, damn, that's a good shit up. But when you're out here doing your thing, bro, you have to realize, like, I, I keep saying it for some reason. Everything that you're giving, if you're given a fucking platform, you have to respect the platform because it can be taken away at any moment. Mm-hmm. So you have to watch what you say if, if you want to continue to reap the benefits of that platform. Okay. Or you stay, you stand on that line. Or you, you stand st- it. You stand on it, but mm-hmm. if the consequences come because you said some bullshit, bro, that's kind of... This kind of turns into... Leads into the whole Kanye thing where we can kind of talk about the whole Kanye West situation now. Right now he's beefing with essentially every company he's worked with. He's came at Adidas this week. Uh, he came at Gap this week, who he's now uh, working with now. Uh, he basically, uh, <laughs> oh, there's so much that he said. Hold on, let me pull some of this shit up because he just been coming at everybody. I got the screenshots. Hold on. But I got to hear it because I've been a fan of Kanye recently. Man, he's coming he's at everybody. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, here's the through line. Gap having meetings about me without me. Adidas releasing old shoes and coloring my shoes like I'm dead. Me not having to say where my children go to school. Call me whatever names you want. If you don't understand why I will not back down on my businesses, my brands, and my children, then you're the ones who are crazy. Uh, Adidas made up the Yeezy Day idea without my approval. Then went and brought another, uh, 
brought back older styles without my approval, picked colors and named them without my approval, went and hired people that worked for me without my approval, stole my colorways without my approval, stole my styles and materials approaches without my approval, hmm. went on to hire the GM and Yeezy without my approval, took talent on the production side and sprinkled them throughout Adidas originals without my approval. Even though they did a Balenciaga collaboration to completely slow down production of the shoes, me and Demna developed for Gap by trying to bully Gap, even though my contract states I do casual shoes, which I was doing when I did fashion shows. When I was when I originally ordered Adidas to make more Yeezy slides, the GM lied to my face and said they didn't have the capacity. Meanwhile, Adidas was copying my slides and making their own version of my Yeezy slide. Uh, 68% of Adidas on online sales. A uh, Yeezy is 68% of, of Adidas online sales. God step in. Like, he's just, like, going crazy. Like, everyone can get it. So, he's basically came at, uh, Gap. There's actually a video here, too, of him talking to the board of directors, uh, at Gap. There's a video? There's a fucking video. Oh, <laughs> it's not enough. And I'll post it for you guys. And I love Gap. I'm gonna give you guys. It's a third one. Here we go. It's a third company. You have to really give me the position to yay and do what I'm thinking, or I'm gonna have to do what I'm thinking somewhere else. Because one thing I'm gonna converge with: if something's killing you, it's actually killing you. <clears throat> we canceled the pre-order of the blue jacket. That's insane. I got three million emails over from Adidas and we didn't use them. That's insane. That's insane. We sold 14 million hoodies at $80 with no logo on it of the one commercial and never ran the commercial again. That's insane. Pierre, we only win one sample set. So Obviously, he is not happy with the contract he has going on with the gap. So, quick thoughts on his whole situation, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, fellas. What do you have to say about his situation? Um, his gap collab was amazing. I'm not going to lie. His, uh, the fucking first... The blue Drop, jacket joint. The blue jacket joint. And that's what he said. They canceled, uh... Oh, that went, deep, he said that went, they canceled the pre-orders on it. But it sold out so fast, like when it dropped. And then, but then he hear what he all say. He said Adidas was emailing them to help with production, mm. and they didn't use Adidas to help. Mm. So that's why he's mad that they cut down the pre-orders because they could have had people manufacture it. That just sounds like bad business on their it, part. On their part, and definitely bad business on his part. He's burning bridges left and right with all these mega retail But companies. I don't think so, but that didn't look like a a, a burnt bridge. No, no, no. He's like, like, let's fix, he said, let's fix this so I'm going to have to take my shit somewhere Yeah, else. it looked like they're not living up to the contract. In my opinion, I'm all for, like, like I've always said, this reminds, this story reminds me of, um, what is that song on 444 by Jay-Z, mm-hmm. the story of OJ? Mm-hmm. Um, that this is a prime example. Like when I was watching that video, he was talking to the board members of Gap, who were nobody looked like him, not one person. It was only one black person, and all the way in the back. And I didn't even see that. <laughs> so at the end of the day, it's just like 
am I surprised that they're treating his brand like this? Am I surprised that they're treating his ideas like this? Am I surprised that they're limiting him? No. Um, am I appreciative that he's shedding light on how these companies are going to do people? Yes. Mm -hmm. And I do believe that Jay-Z basically literally told us in that fucking album, like, it doesn't matter how far you try to go, you're going to still be a black person in their eyes, and they're going to make sure that you're going to get the best Even if you're in a bench, you're still a nigga in a coop. It's a, it's a common narrative in the hip-hop community. You have, you have people in pop culture, you have people in all different types of avenues who are doing the same things as us colored, melanated people, and we're getting way less money and way less deals yeah. and way less benefits. So at the end of the day, like, yeah, he may be, you know, seemingly burning bridges or whatever the case may be, but if that's what he has to do to shed light on how business is done, I'm glad that he's making that sacrifice because it reminds me that regardless of how high I try to go, there's always going to be a glass ceiling that I'm gonna have to break through because they don't want me to be as successful as my numbers show, yeah. which is fucking sick. Yeah, so one of the biggest thing that comes to my mind here, if he likes the flaunt that he's the world's richest black man, right? That's Apparently he is. Right? Why doesn't he does it go without these retails? He doesn't want to use his own No, no, no. exactly. But, but, if but, he's, but if he's having such hardship. He literally said this to Sway too. Remember when he was yeah, 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 you got all that. That's what Sway was saying yeah. to him. He was like, dog, why do you why don't you do it yourself? And that's why he got so mad at Sway. He was like, you don't have all the answers. You need this to be successful. You need it. And Sway didn't want to hear it. He was, and Sway was saying what you were saying. Like, why don't you just go by yourself? Yeah. Why don't you do it by yourself? And he was not happy. I think it's things. easier to use other, like, you yeah. have to realize, for it's some reason. Let's look at what Elon Musk is doing with Twitter. He's trying to find other people to help him pay, I, although he I can easily think it's just the financing. I think it's easier, like, one thing that I've realized about American history is there are people who've already laid the blueprint for a lot of the shit that we're already trying to do. And in order for us to use their blueprint, we have to leverage them in order to get our shit off. So even if it's production, even if it's using factories or, or, or materials or something like that, they've had their hands in this shit since the beginning of American history. So we, like when he says, you don't have the answer, Sway, Sway is making it seem like Kanye can just open up 15 factories and hire this many people and do all the things that these companies have been doing since the beginning of our American history, like they bought up. I don't want to get too deep. Oh, here we go. But they literally like, bought all the land, built all the factories. Here did we all, go. Did all the <laughs> they did all the things before they even released us to be able to play on this playground. That's America. So what he's meaning by we don't have all the answers. It's in order for me to do this, I would have to spend my entire net worth because I don't have what it takes to pull this shit off. It's, it, it's seemingly astronomical. You know what? Because they already have the systems in place. So Kanye has to use their systems to get his products on the shelf. It, it, without him having to build it from this scratch. This is a good conversation. This con his, well, actually your conversation right now, reminds me of like the whole versus Dame Dash approach. Mm -hmm. Like, Dame is literally like, why don't we do this shit by ourselves? Mm -hmm. And Hope is literally like, I'm gonna create partnerships, I'm going to make it bigger, and then I'm gonna sell it. Mm -hmm. 
when Dame is just like, we're gonna do this shit ourselves. It's now versus later. Yeah, so it's like more future thought goes into growing it than well, not really. Because if you're gonna no, start it you, by yourself, you can start it by yourself. But it. if you're growing it, that means you're scaling it to business, but right? So that means you are gonna have some credit, right? Because that's what most businesses and these rich people do. They live off their debt. And then they leverage their debt for money to go do what the fuck they got to do. All their shit's in stock, so that's how they leverage their debt. But, but could you? Could, but isn't that the same thing though? Because like, if you started some shit by yourself, mm-hmm. you're eventually wanting to sell it off to some bigger company. Eventually, depending on the right? type of business. Business industry. it is. With a partnership, it's easier to grow it, right? Because they, they have, have the systems the, in place. They have the systems. But as a partnership, it's also two people, and, and that's where you see it with Jay-Z and, and, and Dave. There's two people with two different ideologies, and they're yeah. bump heads on every thing that come, deals with reasonable doubt. Mm-hmm. It's because they, they came in as a partnership, they broke ties, they went separate ways, they still have ownership in the shit, and they both can't do anything without the other person's approval on it. And if one person says no, then that shit's dead. I was actually, it's funny, because I was actually watching... Interview with Dave recently. Mm-hmm. He um, went to some guy that started on a million dollar worth of game. You remember when there was like three or four of them, mm-hmm. and they kicked those niggas off. So he he started his own podcast, and Dave was a host over there. Of it. Yeah, so they were talking about the whole thing. Like he snaked me for this, and and the nigga from a million dollars worth of game was like, I I kind of feel the same way because of following Gilly or whatever however their situation was yeah. but I don't I don't know because he Kanye is a son of both of those guys he is so it's like I get what Dave is saying it's 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 it you, he doesn't have all the answers. No, it's but like, he does. He like kind of does. That's why when he went on Breakfast on Club small, and flared at them, and, and they had the though. fight. Yeah. Remember that fight when he was like, when they when DJ Emmy was like, "Don't tell people not to work for anybody." Yeah. And and they was like, "You should you should not want to work for somebody like." Don't tell my son that's not to work for That's toxic thinking. That's toxic but that's thinking. Dave, but that's Dave's thinking. That's yeah. good. And, but and, think and, about and it, right? He's, and, and he's right in a way. In a, in a sense. In but, a sense. But, but, but that's that's building. I would, I would use that terminology when it comes to building a brand or like building a brand. But say for but instance, if about. I wanted to, you know, he's talking about like building an empire. Like not working for somebody, like yeah. like I'm supposed to just quit my motherfucking nine to five and, he was saying, and just make the conscious decision. Why can't you do that? He That's li- not. I can't do that. He was literally I, I telling niggas, "Why can't you do it?" Because remember I can't. that, um, and then he talked to oh, the, the basketball. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what's his name? Steven uh, Jackson. Yeah. And he was, he was even act talking right about now. Yeah. Act right now. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, "You're doing it right now." But that's Dame's mindset. And it's so brilliant. It's so It's No, no, because he does it. Fucking I understand that, but it doesn't matter if his narrative stays the same. That's just like me saying, I'm going to start a hat company, right? By myself, I can produce how many hats per week, right? Say if I, if I become a famous influencer, I have 3.2 million followers and my brand becomes famous. I'm not going to be able to mass produce my product in the, my motherfucking basement. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to produce enough money and get enough capital to, to, to build a factory 
put all or the machines in there, the or we can take the different approach. Dame is basically saying all money in, some Nipsey shit, like all money in, we're doing everything. But sometimes it's 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 easier to get your shit off if you say, hey, you have all the equipment. This is my idea. Let's make yeah. this shit work. We both get rich, and then I sell my portion to you, and you keep this shit going. My brand grows, and and the product continues, and you're still getting the the benefit of it. So I'll never be the type of person who's like, I'm never gonna leverage, you know, out like or outsource for my services because. I mean, I just don't have the capital. I wasn't blessed like that. If I was Donald Trump, I'd be able to build whatever the fuck because I was given a platform to do that. But as a mere love, the, I damn, I just put my whole shit out there. <laughs> but but as me, I'm gonna I'm going to leverage certain people who already have the formula in place, already have the systems in place to get my shit off, at least until I can do it myself on a larger scale. Because once you have that 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 following or that or that amount of customers. It's no longer a basement thing. You're gonna to have to mass produce the shit somehow. Yeah. And you can't do it alone unless you have. You gotta scale up. Sometimes scaling up means out. So I get it, but that's toxic. You don't tell the black community that we don't have those resources. No. But Kanye, <laughs> he has the resources. Absolutely. Just to bring it back around full circle, he has the resources. But, he but can to do mass it. produce Yeezys and all his clothing, like he. he and he, he is trying he, to open really? up his a brick and mortar store uh, called the Yeezy, and he said his first shop will be here in Atlanta. But even so, in his documentary, he was going to Asian countries to find materials and people to like to do his shit. So what I'm saying is, yes, he yes he is a rich black man, but in order to launch it, and young land. how much equity would you have to have in order to produce enough Yeezy for the world? And produce enough product for everything and this, to be self-produced. How much equity do you need? Years ago. Or, no, no, it might be longer. It might be ten. Yeah, years. it was. It was. A I think that was before Watch the Throne. No, it was right after Watch the Throne. It was like after. It Watch was the probably Throne. ten years ago then. Yeah. yeah, that's too much money, bro. I don't think he has that much money. No, I but he could finance and, and leverage his relationships instead of. Yelling it. Maybe he doesn't need a corporate company. But remember, he can just get with a bunch of his billionaire friends. But remember, he, he get a bunch have, of his. He does it everywhere though. He did it at um. What's the Adidas? What's the That's no. still not doing it himself. LV. Let's be clear. Louis, Louis Vuitton. Vuitton. He worked for Louis Vuitton for a little bit, mm-hmm. and and that situation soured too. And then they made um, Virgil Abloh their fucking creative. That, yeah, the, the head guy there. Yeah. yeah, and that was beef there too. So it's like, still not him doing it himself. He well, need help, bro. He needs help, and he needs to maybe do it himself. Get out these contracts. Um, he can do it now though. He's a billionaire. Yeah, he, he has enough money to leverage. But, or, but still, you don't see Hope just building some shit for himself. And, and he's getting, he's he's doing the same <laughs> shit. And, and then, then what he and does, allegedly Kanye is worth more than Jay. Yeah, so, and then he builds. If he does build it himself, he'll sell the sell it to someone to make more money back, to, make yeah. some of that shit back. Yes, and it makes way more. That's what I would do. Because that's Perfect. what he did with his liquor. That's what he did with title. Yeah, he, he sold it to fucking cash. Yeah, cash app right. So it's Jack Square. Square. But the same niggas. Cash app is owned yeah, by yeah, Square. Yeah, yep. That's so right. man. And then he didn't have to use his own capital. He needs to use funnel. Hmm. He needs to talk to his big brother and get and some, get some uh, advice. Advice on how to move. Oh, but when you when you're a billionaire though, 
you're not talking. Jay's to a billionaire like, too, but you're not talking to. You're not talking to. Nobody. I think billionaires pull other billionaires. I doubt it though. Well, maybe because in that fucking um, Dream Chap interview, he was like. My constituents. Yeah, he are, dropped all the yeah, people he talked to. Yeah, yeah. Billionaires talk to people. Yeah. Talk to uh, Fetty Wap pleaded guilty to federal charges for conspiracy to distribute and possess cocaine. A mandatory five year sentence. Quick thoughts on that. There's nothing. He's a runner, he's a track star. I mean, I, I'm not even. He, he, he admitted to it. Yeah, so, so he's not running no more. I just don't like seeing like stars. You have multiple millions of dollars. He should just make like, the last day out. Like, why are you still dealing? Maybe that rap money dried up. He does. Fetty Wap, I'm not surprised. I'm not he's a Fetty Wap like, fan. I'm not, not a, yeah. I'm, I'm not a Fetty Wap fan. I'm not a Fetty Wap fan. I'm not checking for Fetty Wap. But he's he no one on the charts, millions that of dollars. Plays. He There is not a harder artist than... When he had that little run? Yeah. I was like, well, two years. He was everywhere. And he was everywhere. That was the biggest, one of the biggest runs in hip-hop. Mm. I mean, one of the, it wasn't the biggest run. What was I saying? It, it was like two years. It wasn't crazy, but it was he strong. Plays, though. He it was like strong. He had like songs that went number one and everything. And then it just came to an end really fast. All right, so I just wanted to bring this video up real quick, and I'll post this as well, because I found this, and shout out to Tom Hayes, because he's a G. So in this video, he's basically going to talk about him just finding out about the Tulsa Massacre. Wait. For the first time ever. Wait, this is one of the topics that you didn't tell him, right? New York Times piece on a 100-year-old survivor <laughs> of the Tulsa Massacre. And my question was this. What's the Tulsa Massacre? How is that possible? I've heard about Custer's Little Bighorn. I heard about the Alamo. All the other battles. Um, you know, I heard about the Triangle Shirtwaist Fire. You know, I heard about all kinds of disasters in which people died. But I had never heard about this thing that happened in 1921, only three years before my dad was born. In the same year that Donna Reed was born, we didn't hear about this thing that happened in which essentially one of the most successful black communities in America, Black Wall Street, in which everybody was not only burned out of their homes and their businesses, but then driven out of the city limits by an angry mob of, I'm sorry, white people. How is it that this was not taught to me? That's not right, and it made me mad. Oh man, Tom Hanks. <laughs> Thoughts. Uh, is there any real anything that really talk? I just I just thought that was a, yeah. I, I just felt like that was a super. You know what? That was the first time where I actually had nothing to say. Like he hit the nail on the head. It's not it being should talked be about talk. in their community. And and to be completely honest, it's not being talked about on purpose. And that's the reason why. You know what? I was gonna go into a tangent. That's why fucking. <laughs> that's why fucking. What's that HBO show you hate? Which one? <laughs> oh, me? Yeah. Lovecraft Country was... Oh, it wasn't good. It was That's great. why it's so... It's great. That's why it was so important. Uh, they had a fucking episode around that shit. Mm -hmm. And they made it fucking sci-fi as hell. Yeah. It was so crazy. It was though. so many layers to that shit. It was just insane. But at the end of the day, the simple fact that... It, I mean, it's not even shedding light. Like, 
I know a lot of people know that there was wrongdoings, but there are certain people who choose to like ignore. No, there's there's the a lot of people, and what they a, did. A lot of people don't know. And the, yeah, it's not being taught. We're so we're so far away from 1921. Yeah, and how many years do you? How many generations do you think that nobody talks about that anymore? After the yeah. next generation? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. How many I feel like the black, I feel like in America, I only speak on American culture because that's all I know, but. Mm-hmm. In America, I feel like the only people that are really taught our history is black history. But 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 I don't how think... many black people didn't know? There's no there's no um there was no social media during that time. If you didn't have a family member directly involved in Tulsa in 1921, you wouldn't know. You wouldn't know if your parents were born in the 1930s. You probably wouldn't know. If your parents were born in Georgia in the 1930s, you probably didn't know. Yeah. There's no news source covering the Tulsa riots of 1921. Mm, yeah. Maybe there's a newspaper in It'll Tulsa. It was probably word about for until 20 years ago. So maybe, yeah. If you're someone media, put it on the paper. best thing that probably happened. If your parents were, 19, were born in 1940 in California, you didn't know? Like you had to be born in Tulsa and then spread that word of mouth. There's no How many life. people are doing that? How so, many? It's it a probably, massacre. It was probably a bunch of historical notes left around. People leaving like doc, uh, diaries of the shit. There's happened. probably news sources where you have to go to libraries and look up and look and pull it up in a that little thing and, and zoom. Yeah. How many people are doing that? Almost none. I feel like I learned that in elementary school, and that you like, did not learn about the I, 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 no, 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 I didn't. No, 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 about no, the no, machine, no. Uh, the machine, oh, the machine. No, no. And I, I didn't did learn about the Tulsa. I think almost and, every. But that's only because my family lineage is different. Like we are, like I, we were taught Black history from. What did you learn about it then? What do you mean? What I learned about it? What What did you learn about Tulsa? What age were you when you learned about the Tulsa? Probably in elementary school. Really? Yes. But you also have to realize black history had to be taught verbally because they it wasn't a school thing. Like so black history was word of mouth when I was younger. And I was born in the nineties at least. So at the end of the day, black history was word of mouth because black parents couldn't trust the school teach school system to teach us about our history. Well let me tell so you. all black history until recently it was word of mouth, mainly because we had to do that shit ourselves. Well, let me tell you, outside of that shit you learning that in elementary school was not the norm. Yeah, because I damn sure didn't know about that. A lot, of, a, a lot of black Americans, like with that no, lineage. They did not know about I don't know. That. There's disagree. a lot of black lineage that did not know about that's that. That's weird shit. to me. What do you mean that's weird? Maybe, maybe, I don't know, man. Maybe we different out here. <laughs> maybe this lineage is just a little bit different. Okay, fair enough. Well, uh... What were we, oh, we were just talking about uh, Tulsa, huh? Where do, where do we shift from there? Uh, let's talk about Mr. Donald, not Donald, let's go to the, our current president. Uh, Mr. President Biden, over the last week, we finally got $10,000 last level of our student loans. Well, $20,000 if you got your program, which I got. So, uh, quick thoughts on that, fellas. What do you guys think about that? Was it needed? Is it going to be um, fight pushback for this? My school loans have officially been paid off. I only owed $9,800. So, that covered it? Covered it. Good job. It's, um, it's amazing. <laughs> Good job. It's, it's, it's necessary. I mean, 
But it doesn't stop those companies from still handing out predatory loans, though. It stopped. Well, this is for the government. This is for the federal. Yeah, there's federal. Yeah. Federal. And there's other things that he's doing to, 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 to help there's it in like, the future. Yeah, there's literally like um, you can't do 5% of their income. So if you were paying $200 uh, a month, it would go down to like $31 a month or some shit like that. And then they would forgive it after 10, 20 years. Um, so they're going to try to put like a... Uh, a normal person's yeah. debt if he paid consistently yeah. over a certain time will just wipe it. wipe it. And it's not trying to be like a hardship on you. So only 5% of your whatever, your income, if you're spending 200, you just got to pay 31 for the Ten life of the Lord or, or whatever. Yeah. And then you should be forgiven or whatever like that. That's needed. So it comes with other shit, but yeah, they have to do something with... Um, the private ones. The private. They got us. What the can they? I don't think so. The can they is a private sector. You, you, <laughs> they got to put more regulations in place, probably. Yes. That's the only to, thing they could do. Well, the thing they could do is control, and that was the biggest um, caveat to the shit. A lot of people were saying this. This, I guess, I don't even. Know, it's not a bill. I guess the executive order doesn't do anything for the price of college. The price of college is way, too high. is way too high, and that is the crux of the problem. Yeah. It's not the money being It's like they're working together. It's how much you need to borrow yeah. to go to school. It's like the colleges and the private companies are working together. Yeah, and it, and and that's the problem. Um, so for private loan borrowers, it's gonna be hard. Yeah, yeah, fuck Sally Mae. Yeah. Fuck Sally Mae, fuck Naviet, fuck whatever their name is that they go by. They, they change the name like every two years to try to throw niggas off. But I am, they sell their shit everywhere. But I'm super happy about it because I have Pell Grant and this shit should clear up my fucking Clear it Thank you, Byron. You just bought another four years. You bought your home? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. That's the only thing I was worried about. Yeah. This nigga a fucking told me he's gonna clear my shit and I didn't have to pay my existing loans till fucking next year. Yeah. yeah. In one day? <laughs> there goes a party. Oh, I was at work. I was like, oh shit. Oh, I, 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 I got $10,000. Oh. <laughs> I, I said I'm officially student loan free. My brother was like, congratulations. Yeah. What the fuck happened? Yeah, I, hey. and, then I, and then I posted the news and Khalif was... Khalif, I guess he immediately did some research and he posted the fucking article and was like, congratulations, my nigga. Because he... I don't know if he believed me or not, but once I said Biden literally is forgiven 10000 20000 if you have Pell Grant... Lit. Lit. It's lit. Uh, I never got Pell Grant because I didn't... Because I was like... You didn't qualify for Pell? Because I, I think I just... Because I'm a rich boy. Because I just moved from New York, so I didn't really qualify. I didn't have, like, the time. I think the only thing you needed You're to qualify was is school lunch. Like, you had to pay for school lunch or something, and you get Pell Grant, maybe? Or was it your no, family? It was a, it was a financial threshold, income. yeah. Oh. Did your family income? Yeah, I had New York payments. <laughs> I had Pell Grant. Pell Grant like a motherfucker! But what's crazy, what? though, is my sister got it, but I never got this shit. They never yeah. gave that shit to me. I was what? like, fuck you. Yeah, they made more money after y'all moved here. Fuck those. And she's older, right? I'm just never right, gonna yeah, never yeah. gonna pay these niggas. I'm sorry, Sean. That's okay, they'll never get their money. Like <laughs> it's not like this shit's gonna be the last niggas I would pay. <laughs> yeah. Like these, that's what a lot of people were so, saying. Yeah, so but it was fucking up 
it was fucking up a lot of people because it was destroying their the credits. credits. Yeah, and it was that's only reason why I pay Navia every month. But, pre- but once you get the house, fuck that shit. But it's, it was preventing <laughs> people from getting houses. Yeah, and that's why you, you have to pay this shit until you get the house, and then when you get the and, shit, fuck them. You have another dime for me. And the fucking White House uh, Twitter page literally went nuts, like. Because Republicans were saying it's yeah, not yeah. fair. Oh, about people yeah. Pay- and then they were literally like showing their PPP loans. Like, yeah, this a mad millionaires yeah. got PPP loans got long. Like, yeah, he was like this. This senator's PPP had a one point five PPP loan forgiven, and now he. This was his comment yep. on uh, student loan forgiveness. Yep. So it. The I mean, ain't fucking wrong. It was. I mean, it was disingenuous because the PPP loans were literally. Built During a to pandemic. be forgiven, yeah. they were built to be forgiven, and student loans were not. But at the same time, there's a fucking big ass gap of like relevance. Yeah. yeah, like you're being hypocritical yeah. in in a sense. Like you got your loan forgiven, nigga. Let my shit be yeah. forgiven too. Fuck, it's only twenty If it don't affect, if it don't affect you, let me roll. Because they don't want other people coming to their status. Yeah. They don't want to partner. That means less the, money yeah. for them, probably. So. And I really, I really do Let believe that rock. they suppress people's wealth because it's like they don't want us to get on that frequency of like them. hanging out where they are, being in the same spots that they're at. Because once you're debt free, you're able to actually experience certain Check, experiences. just let me rock. Just let me rock, I do, and that's the name of this episode officially. Let me just rock. let me rock, yeah. let it rock. The uh, fuck? Let's see from uh, from President Biden. Let's talk about uh, Mr. Big T, who's coming out the shadows. Uh, he just had his, I guess, first major. He's been having it all all year though. Yeah, but this we is his first. Clarify. We gotta clarify that he's been he's been. But in a battleground state in Pennsylvania, he's he's been here in a yeah. battleground state. Is it a battleground state? Well, for yeah, for it, governors, it's, it's I guess big, now over the last two, yeah, two, two races. It's, for the but um, still, this thing is officially. I won't say officially, but I guess kind of officially. I kind of in coming a, out the shadows. Yeah, his campaign's oh, back, and it looks like he's kind of getting ready to announce he's going to be running again. So, uh, quick thoughts on Mr. Big T. Um. Philly, I mean, I don't have any thoughts on him. I didn't watch his shit. I didn't either. But um, don't expect you guys to watch F- it. Philly, Philly is a big battleground state. So there's a Senate seat up. There's a governor's race. Uh, he was, um, if you remember, Dr. Oz. Uh-huh. That cheating ass nigga. He's, uh, he's running as a Republican in uh yeah. Pennsylvania, yeah. Although he lives in like Jersey or some shit. I forgot who his opponent is, but uh, his Democratic opponent. Um, same thing in the governor's race: a Democrat versus a Republican. Um, very important races. Tip the Senate. Uh, tip uh, the laws in Philly, like for reproductive rights and whatnot. So. It, it's a big race, and um, both of them were there. Who? 
uh, Biden was there this week, and then Trump came out. Oh, right? Pennsylvania. So that just shows you the importance of it. You, got the, pre- you got the president stomping in that in that shit, and you got the ex-president stomping in that shit. It's going down. So, but Georgia is just as exciting. We have that too. Um, I don't know if Trump will come stop for Kemp, but mm, honestly, I forgot. I don't think he'll do that. But I know he did. He did speak. He, he, did, he said. He said he may. He said he may, um, but Kemp is uh, doesn't really need him. No, he's doing good without him. Right. Did, I tell y'all, did I tell y'all at the at, at like kind of like the middle to the end of this festival that I went to? Literally, they was like, we got a special guest today, and Stacey Abrams was like, hey, how you doing? That? Like Stacey Abrams came out on stage at this goddamn festival with thousands and thousands of people. And it was, I don't know if it's part of a campaign trail or whatever. That's her she campaign. Just, gotta show she's been, she's been doing that. He was a special guest and she knew that her fan base was there and she, she wanted to speak to him. She's been doing that. It was fucking crazy. My mom, my mom flipped the script. She's like, oh my God, Stacey Abrams. Who are you? Like, she's a fucking celebrity in Georgia. I've never, I've never seen it, bro. Like, Stacey Abrams is a she, goddamn I, celebrity. I, I don't think she's going to win, though. Nah, yeah, it's not looking too good her, for her. The polls, the polls have her down. Polls don't mean shit, though. No, but that's a nope. good indicator. No, but the, the crazy really, thing is, polls polls have her down, but they have Warnock up on the Republicans. So there's a split. There's a split ticket, and that's how Georgians usually vote. That's why I fuck with Georgia because niggas in Georgia, even if you're redneckish as hell, they vote according to how they feel or what's helping them. Emotional politics. Exactly, like. Back in uh, 2020, uh, Biden was running higher than the two senators. Eventually, they did win. They caught up. But he was running higher than the other Democrats. Mm-hmm. And you'll see that. Like, they'll vote for a Republican and then vote for a Democratic senator. Okay. And, I mean, all the shit that's coming about out about Herschel Walker, I'm not surprised. He's, like, leading, they said, didn't he? No, he's not leading. I thought right. I heard that yesterday. He was, like, uh-uh. two points ahead. Uh-uh. Herschel Walker? No way. Uh, I don't know. <clears throat> I do feel like she has a chance. Two-point lead. Razor thin lean. Yeah, oh, I, was, I was like, I know I'm not tripping. He think he's winning. Right? Just, that, that, that's a Trump bump. <laughs> that's a Trump bump because prior to that, like prior to that bump, he was Warnock was leading heavily. Yeah. So so it switched. It switched. So we'll see. But it's literally he's a bad candidate, and that's why fucking Mitch McConnell and fucking Trump were like going back to back because Mitch was like, I don't think we're going to get the house back. Mm. <laughs> and Trump was like, you're weak, you're this, you're that. And he was literally like, it's because you're picking bad candidates. <laughs> throw it all on throw it, it. Throw it all on it. It's because you're picking weak candidates, bro. So I don't think Warner, I don't think Herschel Walker will win, but anything can fucking happen. He might. Anything can happen. But that's so crazy because the nigga lied about being an FBI agent. He lied about <laughs> he lied about fucking graduating Georgia's Georgia UGA. He fucking beat his wife. It's, it's, it's a bunch of lies. It's, it's a bunch of lies. It's all crazy, and he's saying crazy shit. Like he was like, I know why I'm so surprised, bro. He was. What did he say about that bite? That bite and shit. He was like climate change. That climate change bills 
we have enough trees. Don't y'all see that? We have I was like, Whoa. I literally just pulled this up and it said all the the lies he said on a campaign. Hershel Walker doesn't want to explain to Georgia voters why he claims to own a company that doesn't even exist. Uh, Herschel Walker doesn't want to answer to the fact that he said his company has 800 employees, when in fact, loan documents reveal that he has eight employees. Uh, Herschel Walker doesn't want to talk about the fact that he repeatedly lied about working in law enforcement and being an FBI agent. Jeez. They just have this list after list after list it's, here. It's just so... <laughs> his lies are just literally like... He was talking out his ass. Why? Because his... All he has to do is shut up, and he'll probably do that. But uh, he's two points ahead now, so it's like, damn, both these niggas. But it might be a whole red wave in Georgia. <laughs> That's gross. Well, uh, as Jamal heads out, I'm gonna pivot to something else. Let's go to uh, since you're the one with the kid here. Missouri school district is reinstating spankings what? as a Nickel punishment. What? Yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, right. Here we go. Here's an article for you. Uh, Missouri School District has decided to reinstate corporal punishment in its classrooms, allowing students to be punished with a paddle under new policy. Uh, the school board approved the policy in June and notified parents of Missouri's Cassville School District is bringing back spanking, a discipline measure abandoned by the district in 2001. Uh, the change to reinstate spanking came after a survey sent out to parents last year revealed they wanted additional discipline and it was one of the, their major concerns. The complaints that we have from some of the parents that they don't want their students suspended, they want another option. And so, this is just another option that we can use before they get to the point of suspension. This is their quote-unquote last resort. Uh, the punishment will only be used in a reasonable form and upon the recommendation of the principal. Thoughts? <laughs> So I'm gonna tell y'all something that may sound crazy as fuck to y'all. You with it? N absolutely not. <laughs> but this is the thing. When I was in pre-K, kindergarten, whatever, that shit had recently got banned. So I was literally getting spanked by my teacher really? in school. Like it's something that I specifically remember. Like I tell my mom this shit all the time. I there I used to go to my principal's office, she used to have a paddle. And she was an AKA, so she had a pink and green paddle, and she used to beat my ass with that paddle. And not only that, like, one of my teachers taped my mouth shut because I talked too much, and she would only get the tape off of my mouth. When I got out of school, my mom said that she would have, like, fucked her up if she would have known that she was yeah. doing that type of stuff. So, in my personal opinion, like, because I don't consider it like I'm a victim or anything like that, because it never really, I never really gave a fuck about any type of discipline, yeah. teacher or parent, but it's like, the simple fact that I know how far a teacher will go, and I've actually gotten my ass with my teachers. <laughs> I'm not going for that shit because they would actually beat my ass, like not beat what, my what? ass, like, but they would actually give me whoopers. And I'm just like, I would dare a motherfucker to even speak to my child any type of way, let alone them saying that they're going to whoop my child. I would literally come to the school and fuck the whole school up. And that's just me only because I'm overprotective of my children. Yeah. Now there may be some people who don't discipline their children who think that if somebody else dishes up the discipline that their kids will be more well-rounded because they don't want their children to see them, the parent, in a certain light. Yeah. But I discipline my fucking children. So if a teacher told me that they want my kids ass, I'm gonna punch them in the face immediately. So that's just me. But I just know that 
I can't trust how far a teacher will take it if they really hate my kid. Exactly. Like, if they really love they my kid, they kid. could literally be beating his ass every day all because it's within their rights. And I'm not going to give anybody the right to whip my child because then that gives... That, that just puts me in a position to where I could be in a situation where I can't take care of my family. So there's never in a million years where I would ever move to wherever the fuck that is. Missouri. And... <laughs> Cross it off the list. <laughs> yeah, it. Was it on the uh, list? Probably it was on the list in the first place. No, absolutely not. <laughs> I know. I know Missouri people, but you know that's something that I would never allow. Like there are certain people who I would allow to discipline my children physically, um, and it definitely wouldn't be somebody that not doesn't a have the same blood running through my fucking veins. Facts. Like, oh, when I was or not up, even the same blood, but like yeah, when I was growing up, my parents gave like. All my aunts and uncles' permission yeah. to whoop me if I was acting up, mm-hmm. but that was only because they're my aunts and uncles. Mm-hmm. No teacher would be given that permission. Yes. Sometimes we gotta give Amir the, the the ISO, but what do you have to say about that? Nothing. Missouri no. kids, uh, Missouri school district is allowing spanking back, and was like as a last resort before suspension. I agree with it. Beat them. Beat them? Yeah, the fuck. Okay. Beat them kids. The kids bad as hell. <laughs> Bringing all type of shit. They are, the, they are bad as hell. I just, I, I just personally. Well, I beat them. And if the parents have a problem, you homeschool them, nigga. Don't bring them here. Nah, I'm just gonna fight you. <laughs> Screw off. Immediately. See, that's what I had to ask you. That was definitely the I, two different sides. I had to argue your kid, nigga. What you mean you had to with my kid? Your kid is bad. <laughs> yeah, my kid is bad. Nigga is swinging you, off the rafters you, you with his tongue you out like a fucking rock and roller. If you can't handle a kindergartner, you can't. You shouldn't be a teacher, my nigga. No, no. Go to go to go to ninth grade where the you shouldn't be a parent if your kid is acting like this in a classroom and around she, strangers. I'm a disciplinarian, and I am. You're first, not because I'm your the kid first is fucking wild. As a mirror, don't give a fuck. He is literally hanging from the rafters with his dick in his hand and his tongue out like a fucking rock and roller. Y'all beat his ass. And, you, and, you're, and you're telling me I can't whoop this little nigga's ass? Come and stop uh, him. What? You gotta stop him. There's no way I'm gonna let you have my son like growling like that, my nigga. But if you put your hands on him, that's a different thing. But rep- suspend him. Crazy. Suspend him. Send his ass home. So because, because that was the thing. It was like, I'm tired of y'all sending him home yeah so i'd rather you beat his ass instead of sending him send home. him home so i can beat his ass yeah let, yeah, like, like, let me do it well i guess that's the thing because then you gotta come home from work if because usually that's how it be before work from home but then you gotta come home that's all the archaic way to work for you people who don't know we don't work <laughs> we don't work so we'll leave it at that uh, next in, I kind of want to switch back to the politics since Jamal came back. He's our uh, lead politician here. Hey. Uh, Biden gave his speech against uh, MAGA, right? Oh, Audiology yeah. this week. Yeah, yeah in, in Philly. Philly. In Philly as well, right? I guess that was before Donald. Yeah. Because Donald called him like a threat to the nation afterwards or some shit like that. Yeah. Uh, so what are your thoughts on that? Um, He's correct. I mean, MAGA is the... Mo- I mean, MAGA Republicans are... A threat to democracy. The greatest threat to democracy. I mean, they're literally in their um, state houses trying to find a way to rig votes or put restrictions on voting. I mean, Donald Trump already set up the Supreme Court, so the cases get there. They're literally cutting out um, president 
legislation, I mean, not legislation, but president. No, legislation, yeah. yeah. Saying that um, just because it's harder for a minority to vote doesn't mean they can't vote. Like, you're you're cutting out protective, the protection to democracy. So, he's correct in that. Like, they've already shown it. His Supreme Court has shown it. That democracy is not something that they are worried about. They're worried about winning. And they're willing to win at even at all costs to the extent of what the people that founded this country tried to prevent. That's the one thing they tried to prevent. Another civil war. Right? Amongst... Other things. Amongst other things. Not even amongst other things. That's the main thing. That's why they tried to make three chambers of law. They tried to prevent a king from being able to rule. That's why they made fucking so many uh, places of government that have power over other places of government. Yeah. They were trying to prevent that. And they're all unraveling it, I mean, unraveling it in the last five to three years. So it's like, he's right. Thoughts? What was the initial question? Whoa, Mir! No, I'm listening, but- Biden's speech on uh, going against, uh, basically, uh, damning the MAGA ideology. And oh, yeah. He so- had a full, like, What's that called? When the my president time. talks. Oh, press conference. Yeah, press conference was like something Bandit better. It's a rally. It wasn't a rally. No. It was at the White House, right? Yeah. Union. No, it that's was, like the that's like the top. It was, a, it, was a, it was a presidential address. Yes. Okay. Anyways, so I mean, of course, I agree. Um, but it's getting to the point where I do believe that the mega population are delusional to a sense. Like, I don't even know if they understand what reality is anymore because there's a lot of people who believe certain ideologies like fake media, um, the matrix and all this other type of stuff. So I do believe that it's a dangerous line between them just not believing the government Mm -hmm. and them believing their own reality is being true. So... That's a dangerous Reddit within itself. And we already saw on January 6th, there were so many people who believed in the ideology ideology that wasn't true. So it is a delusion that's being spread and that's dangerous. So you have this mass of people who are basically saying that votes are fake, the whole process is fake, there needs to be a change in government and we're willing to storm the Capitol while we're certifying that the next we're president We're willing to kill for this. Like, we're, we're, we're willing to do this. So it's not even, like, them being a threat because they're actually believing some of the bullshit that they're pushing. Yeah. So at the end of the day, like, I, I mean, yeah, he's absolutely right. And I'm glad that there's a white man saying it. Um, not saying that they're going to believe this yeah. white man just because he's saying it because they think he's decrepit. Like, they give him all types of stigmas just to discredit him. But at the end of the day, like, I do believe that it's a warranted statement. And um, I do believe that the mega population is starting to get out of control to where they're building their own ideologies and going full force without any type and of And I showed battles. you guys that video earlier when he got, like, the training people in, like, armor and shit literally yeah. training. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you don't want... I guess my next question is how, how do you feel about Trump kind of saying that the president Biden is what the a threat to the nation or whatever he called them. 
Like, I mean, that's what a president <laughs> is supposed to say about, about his opponent. No, no, that's what Trump called Biden. Biden. That's what a president. I mean, a presidential candidate is supposed to make the country feel like about his opponent. Like that's what but, Ob- but that's what Obama it, did. Too. But I guess with his more reactionary followers who actually put that shit into action once. He's gonna say what he wants to say to rile up his base. We can't, he can't necessarily control his base. And he doesn't want to control his base. To kind of, uh, because he loves his base. That's his base. So that is a danger. Those are the people who's gonna get into power. But that's not anything a a presidential candidate would say about his opponent. Mm -hmm. They would literally say that. Like, Obama did it to uh, McCain. He's just like Bush. He's a danger to what we can have, uh, what we had the last four years. We could be in fucking another uh, Middle Eastern country trying to take it over, blah, 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 blah. I mean, that's just what President, uh, I mean, Biden did that to him. Like, yeah. this is what last four years did. We've seen Charlottesville, we've seen. Um, Capital. Well, that happened after. But we've seen his rhetoric and. What happened in Charlottesville will build up to something else, which he was right. It happened to the capital, mm-hmm. but so his that's numbers what, that's, are rising. That's what that's you, what that's what ever, President Kevin with his doing. with his following numbers continuing to rise. Do you see a no. so, you know everything is civil war ever? No, because his, 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 that big. his following has always been that big. I mean, the, the their presidential. In 2020, was the biggest amount of votes had of all time. He mm-hmm. he had 70 million votes. Yeah, just Biden had 74. So it's like, it, and it wasn't close. But at the end of the, I mean, according to the um, college, the electoral college, it wasn't close. But at the same time, he had the most votes ever. But Biden had the most votes. Ever. Of all time, yeah. So his following is there. It's gonna be there. You can't worry about them. Mm-hmm. The the most you can do is we have these people on this side that are literally like mm-hmm. no, and you just have to count on that side mm-hmm. to, okay. to 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 do they gotta do make democracy work. Okay. And that's democracy. It it rests on the people. Mm-hmm. So if we go back in in two years, we go back to Trump. That was the people. That's what they wanted. We're still gonna live our lives. This nigga's not gonna. I mean, he might, but I mean, it doesn't necessarily impact. It doesn't. It it will kind of impact some people, but you have to just live with that. That's democracy. That's democracy. People voted. Um, and this is the last topic I have here and kind of like uh, the political lawyery uh, stuff here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we watched uh, the interview before we went live today with the Fulton County DA, Fannie Willis, uh, with her talks on gangs in Atlanta, uh, indictment on the drug rich gang, which consists of 26 defendants. Uh, and then she gave her famous quote If you thought Fulton County was the county to bring your crime, uh, two, you are wrong. You are going to suffer the consequences. Uh, my legal advice to rappers is to stop confessing your crimes in your lyrics. Uh, so we watched the full 19-minute uh, breakthrough of it. So what do you guys have to say about that? Mayor? Yeah, I'd like to say. 
I did um, until I finished the interview. So here's where I am with it. Like at first I was just like, okay, these are very high profile cases. Like she's, she's very well known for going after people who we know is going to attach her to a, a, a high profile. So she's in, if she has a case against Trump, right? Mm-hmm. She does. And then she also has a case against YSL, which we all know is a very um, famous gang here in Atlanta. Young Thug, Donna. Um, Young Thug and them. Um, but at the end of the day, like, I do believe that she, I mean, I can't be mad that she's actually trying to fight crime. Like, I'm not going to sit here and say um, that I'm upset with her for going after certain things that she knows is happening inside of the community. At first, I found myself doing it, I guess because I'm a fan uh, of YSL and I don't want to see a couple of my favorite rappers go to jail, but that's toxic. Um, so at the end of the day, if she has the evidence and they're putting the shit in their lyrics and they're doing all the things, and she has a case, cool. Um, but do I think that she's doing this in a specific way to try to make people feel safer coming to Atlanta? I do believe that she took on this high profile case specifically to tell like the people who are planning to move here, people who are trying to be citizens of Metro Atlanta and Fulton County, like it's okay to move here. I know what you hear about Atlanta in the music. I know what you hear about Atlanta in the stories, but at the end of the day, I am a district attorney and I'm going to try to fight tooth and nail. Like, that's the one thing that she continued to say. Metro Atlanta, Atlanta, not my counties, not my this, not my that. Like, she makes it a point to basically- It's personal. It, it's, it's, it's very personal, but I think it's strategic as well because we all know that Atlanta is one of the fastest growing cities in America. Mm-hmm. And I do believe that I've seen a lot of different things that has been hinting at gentrification for the past five years or so. So I think that, yes, she's fighting crime, which I I don't have a problem with, but I also do think that this is a high-profile case that's geared towards making people who are thinking about moving to Atlanta feel safer to do so. And and she actually mentioned it in her speech. Um, So, yeah, I'm like, I'm kind of conflicted. Like, I don't know if it's, like, something that she's doing to kind of put on her resume. Um, or if it's like an agenda to kind of like help people feel safe from moving here. I don't know. Thoughts? It's very well curated though, her speech. And you can tell that she planned this, that shit out until she started stuttering all over the place. Um, I think she's doing what she's supposed to do. Yeah, DA, mad. As a DA, she's going after gags. Um, as far as her going after the hip hop community, I mean, if they're, I don't even think she's doing that. I don't think she's going after lyrics first. Yeah, she's just crimes and the lyrics line up with the crimes. And then that's it. If, If you're already under indictment, they caught you in someone's house, they caught you on a ring camera, they caught you on this and that. And you're a rapper, you're talking about this and that? Car burglaries, breaking in, breaking an entry, yeah. uh, kidnapping, she listed them all. It's a thing. So it's like, like I said, like academics literally said, like you can say whatever the fuck you want on your track. Just don't just, do it. Just don't do what you're saying on your track. Like, yeah. it's, too, it's too close. The thing that we forget, remember when Dirk was down here and he had a little court case too? Yeah. That shit disappeared. That's the that's the thing that I was like, hmm. How did he beat his shit? Continue. I'll do some research. How did he beat his shit? But 
Um, I, I'm with her. You got to protect your county. But to use people's lyrics against them is kind of like low-hanging fruit. Low-hanging fruit, you it think? Is, it is yeah. low-hanging fruit. It is low-hanging right? fruit. But it's too easy. But when you listen to some of the shit that Young Thug says, it's very descriptive. No, but I'm saying, though, like... It's still low And who's to know that's just not evidence on top of the evidence that they already have? Like... Who's, but who's a, not a rapper talking greasy? I mean, yeah, you're, 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 you're But Drake's talking not talking about killing people. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. My, my, my one song. No, there's multiple songs. He said But not to the... What is he not, He's not talking about like... This, the, nigga, to, this nigga spit on me? The, your niggas put 10 racks on my head? Yeah, let's go. We go see. A hundred racks. I your niggas, no, your my niggas ain't put nobody on your head because they owe me. They like, owe me. <laughs> like he's saying this in every fucking. He's been saying this for. So do you years. think Drake does it? No. Okay, then. So that's what you're saying. Well, I, I don't think they can prove it to him. I I don't think that you can prove Drake does anything either because he has this persona. Like, I mean, everything is about brand building, right? So when you're when you're going throughout your career and you're sitting here saying, okay, I'm gonna submit myself in this type of life, Drake never really submitted himself as a type of nigga who's actually like about that. That the shit the nigga who's really doing the shit. Like he always has a homie, he always has somebody else. Uh, and I'm pretty sure that even if he has done something, you won't be able to connect it to Drake. Well, like, I'm not even saying that he has done something, but if he did but like he's saying it's mob ties, like you're not he's not gonna be connected to it. But as far as young thug, like he literally he literally said like we kill the biggest cats of all kids. Ooh, Dallas Peekaboo, like he this nigga young thug is hella reckless with his music and I love it. Like I love his fucking music. But that recklessness is what got him that situation. I don't think him into the situation and if the lyrics match up. Then people are snitching on him. And people now, that's what they said. They got people on. converting and they're, they're yeah. people on inside are giving think, sending like death threats to those people's family. I know we're making a big deal about the lyrics, but I don't think the lyrics are that big. Because now I'm thinking about Meek Mill lyrics. Like, even the shit he just said on the game. Like, Meek no. Mill! <laughs> what do you say? Hanging out with the Lambo? Like, they just talk crazy in songs. Like, that is never going to stop. But... They're not being arrested, or they're not. So you know what this says is that in this situation for YSL, that these niggas was on police radar and shit for a while. Yeah. That so that's why they're able to push. Like before Young Thug was really thug. Like this shit, yeah. They had that shit like play like oh this is him. Let's see how much people we could get before we circle in and just wrap this shit up. That's Mm -hmm. what it basically was. Mm -hmm. Oh no, man. It's it's not. I I personally wouldn't do it, but these are not shit. Because niggas can say whatever the fuck they want. Did you do it? Just it's like uh, what my business law teacher told me in, in high school. He said, "You can sue for anything, but will you win? Everything is just question. money. Mm-hmm. You can sue for anything. Will you win that case? Or you get throw a bunch of money at it and lose." Uh, got a last couple of topics here. We'll get out of here, fellas. Uh, on Monday, September twenty-six, NASA will be conducting uh, the world's first planetary test. Uh, planetary defense test actually sending out a missile that's going to collide directly into an asteroid that's heading in towards Earth. 
uh, like years in the future to see if you can like knock it off the course. It's a simulation. Should, should it happen in the Bro. future? Yeah. So they're actually putting it into motion is leaving out next next month. Next month they're gonna be like, don't look up. Yeah. <laughs> Quick thoughts on that. Um, I mean, I've been seeing a lot of space shit ever since Trump. I I think Trump really kickstarted the whole curiosity back into space because there was this one point in time where NASA was going to be defunded and this is that and the third but once Donald Trump got into office all of a sudden there's a space force there's this there's that going on so I do believe that us as a human species which well America at least we're getting our toes wet with the space thing again um but it's not surprising that we're doing these simulations because there's there's things that we know that can happen um, that may be an anomaly in a one in a what quadrillion chance, but the that, that you have to stay prepared. So um, I have no problem with it. Um, whatever happened to that fucking moon mission that was supposed to happen on Friday? Oh, they delayed and it because of weather. It to Saturday, and, and then it got delayed got again because of a gas leak. Yeah. On the, on the, so they're, they're them niggas is not ready. Like they so need essentially, to go back to the drawing board. What NASA is doing right now is they're trying to keep up with SpaceX. So that, what they're doing is that's NASA's biggest rocket ever made. That's why they're so hesitant to launch this shit. Elon would have sent this shit, let this shit blow up. up. Let's figure out where we went wrong and make that shit better. But their shit is NASA's different. not doing that. They're going, they're circling around the moon so they can figure out the go the next uh is supposed to go around the moon so you can orbit the moon and then uh space uh, space humans. Humans will go up there next, they're gonna start trying to build space like the a space station near yeah, the, moon, the moon so that could be like the stopping point before heading to mars but there's like subtle differences like a truck stop yeah before heading to mars like they could refuel the spaceship do whatever you gotta do they could be like a colony on the actual surface i'm so sick of fucking humans and okay I'm, I'm, go no, for it the reason why i'm sick of like the, the older i get the more i realize and that's why i'm glad i was born in this era oh, it's <laughs> he got the atlas that'd be so funny whenever you saw him like oh my god every time I saw <laughs> <him>. <laughs> oh my god but, here you go <laughs> but no the only reason why human life is, like is so trippy is because it's like there was a point in time where humans were just humans and we had to use like organic things in order for us to get things done mm-hmm. now that we have technology and all this shit like it just makes me wonder like how you know, far can this shit really go? You know, because we gotta get to another just, planet. Just this shit that we're doing right now is fucking weird. But this about, shit as now is weird. You know they were putting niggas on the moon in the fifties. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They put, yeah, okay. Mm, what are you saying? They didn't have this technology in the fifties, but they were still putting niggas on the moon. Right, which means that there is way better technology that yeah. we even can fathom right now. Like there's. This is just a, this the shit this the government they gave us. Yeah, this is the shit the government allowed There's us some fun. shit going on that we, the that government probably saw. got some instant transmission teleport. Yo, I'm saying <laughs> you're basically further validating my point. Like, where are we going as a human species? Wherever the fuck we want, because our imagination is to, limitless. Is our imagination is limitless, and mm-hmm. we can literally take what we have in our brain and construct it in, in reality. And improve it to get to where we right. want to go, and that's why that's that's the whole point that I was just making. Like this is weird, bro. Like the older I get, the and the more technology is invented, it just makes us. It makes me feel like like the aliens gave it to us. Not even seed. not even that the aliens gave it to us. It's just like we are like the aliens, the crew, like the thing. 
Like we are the thing. <laughs> we are the aliens. Like we are the the thing that's creating the things, yeah. and and we just forgot that we're the thing that's creating the things. And it's now like we're, the we're, we're becoming what the do you thing. Mean we forgot the things that were created. Because there's all things. because gonna forget about it. Absolutely, because the there's things, things like, turn like, their back like on the us. fucking Caucus Mountain people who comes and destroys oh. libraries and destroys oh. all this information. See, this is like, the shit he's talking about. No, this is the shit that I'm talking about. Where did that come but from? It, 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 it's Caucus Mountain. That's where that. Caucasians were invented. Don't, don't Google that. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> What are you talking about right now? We're talking about NASA. But the, re- <laughs> but the reason why I got this deep is because... What okay, is so he talking about? Caucus Mountains have something to do with NASA? No, I'm bringing it back around full circle. Please if you don't. give me a chance. Please don't. So anyway, that was way off so the bounds. So that was like... like you're making a triangle. That Caucus Mountain shit was literally you made a like trapezoid. Yes. Like <laughs> what? No, I'm talking about the burning and the destroying of history, which is what we we know that people have done throughout history. And anytime history is destroyed, we are set back. So there's no way that we can find different technologies and things that people use, like Mayan calendars and shit that has seen shit without telescopes and shit. Like, how are we even doing this shit without telescopes? It took us forever to build telescopes, and now we're verifying information that these niggas already knew. So somewhere throughout history, information was destroyed, and we're just now figuring it out again. So that's that's what... The that's what I. But that's you that's said what I'm meaning by. That's what I'm meaning by. Yeah, that's redis- exactly where he went. <laughs> that, I never said ancient no, aliens. That's a boundary or not? Not. I, I literally not. tried to pull you back. I not. That's a put niggas on the moon 1950s, and this nigga's talking about niggas destroying fucking knowledge. Knowledge <laughs> is not destroyed. What are we doing? <laughs> No, that the knowledge had to have been destroyed for us to forget some shit that we knew a long time ago. Like how were we re- that, how are we rediscovering constellations this, and shit that is, niggas knew back in, in the ancient Mayan civilization? This is not that conversation. But it still has something to do with you see, so you was talking about we first of all Which one, let's bring it back about? to the beginning conversation. Yes, let's do the it. beginning conversation was us um having a fucking oh. station in Mars. Okay. Wasn't it? No, it's no, 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 a pit stop. No, was it? It's NASA. We're going to Mars. They no, canceled their no, spaceship. No, it was literally like NASA's making a, a a trip to the moon. That was it. Yeah. And you took it to the no, fucking cockpit. No, he did No, he did it. He took no, it did to it. the fueling no, station. No, that was you. That was oh, you. God. And then, <laughs> and then what happened was people then what happened was we started talking about pit stops and shit which got a little bit deeper because we're like okay we're actually advancing as a human civilization but then you brought it back to the 50s like we were doing this shit in the 50s because so i'm trying to keep us so on like i'm trying to keep us on right so the simple fact that we were doing it in the 50s and we can't even launch a successful mission we can't we can't it's fucking engineering. No, for some reason, we, we it's hard to do it in the fifties. Why can't we do it in twenty twenty two? We use no, we can The shuttle. We use hydrogen. That shuttle would have definitely blown no, up. No, no, we would. use hydrogen as as gas. Would have blown the up. thing about SpaceX, they use methane, which is a heavier set of gas. So hydrogen can leak out of anywhere, my nigga. So if there's a hydrogen leak, that shit's gonna fucking blow up. All I'm saying is... And you wanted to take it to is, the cockpit mountains and destroy it. There's evidence of human, of human civilization being okay. extremely advanced 
and extremely fucking stupid and extremely advanced and extremely fucking stupid. I never said nothing about aliens. You, I never said anything about aliens. You took it to the darkest mountains. That's alien shit. No, what I said was. Maybe one of the reasons why we are so advanced and then get dumb again is because of all the history burning that certain conquerors do when they're conquering certain civilizations to dumb us the fuck down. That's all I'm saying. You should have been born in Wakanda. I I should have been born in Wakanda. You should. You should. Your mouth is way too crazy. This thing is pretending like genocide wasn't real. Did you guys see uh, the Anne Wood documentary? Hold on. Go ahead. But... We're talking about NASA. Why are we talking about genocide? That is my problem. My problem is not what you're saying. I'm not denying what you're saying. I'm saying, why the fuck are you talking the about what you're saying? Sue me, I'm ruined for everything. Oh, my Lord have mercy. <laughs> Good save. Good save. Good save. Let's get out of here. Let's wrap it far in this last uh, three topics. Did you see the problem? I'm a radical. <laughs> he is. He's a radical. French Montana <laughs> French Montana becomes the first African born artist to go certified da- uh, diamond one unforgettable of course it was an amazing that was song. an amazing song becomes the first male artist from the South Bronx to go diamond as well thoughts yeah. burner boy gotta catch up burner's fire though you gotta catch up you're trying to be the biggest African artist of all time you know, I, get just, I, I just found out French Montana was African this nope. year nope uh, did you guys see the N one documentary that came out like two weeks ago? I saw like clips. Oh, that shit's so good. Watch it. I'm not gonna bring it up. Who? It's on on Netflix. Really? Yeah, it's one of those untold. The prof- professor was in it. Bro, I, you see how much notes I have for that shit? That's how good that was. Okay. I'm not gonna bring it up. I'll save this for next week. Watch that shit. We'll talk about it next week. The N one documentary. Basketball. Yeah, remember like the basketball thing, the sneakers, and then when they was going crazy on the court. Like N one professor. Did they talk about Ray Austin? It's way more interesting than you think we're talking about. Even if you don't like sports, it's something. Watch it. Did they talk about Ray Austin? Yep. And how he was the only one to make it to the NBA. Yeah, the only one to make it to the NBA. So I'll say it like this: You guys watching, right? The 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 range they were paying these people were as low as fifteen thousand dollars to a hundred thousand dollars for a contract. And that's what blue started blowing this shit up. Niggas started finding out what niggas was getting me and people were like, You're getting a hundred thousand? I'm getting fifteen for this whole tour. So they, they, they were paying niggas differently for their marketability. So uh, the that top two sense, people though. were hot sauce. Once he made it, that basically took them to another level. Yeah. And the professor, when he won the tour, that brought them to a whole other oh, level because that brought the white demographic oh, to this shit. So he became like their number one shit. Oh, I won't spoil it any more than that. That shit gets deep. That shit gets good. And we all lived through that N one era, so we all know what the fuck Maybe was on made, that TV. They made screen. shoes. There was N one shoes. Tracy uh, Vince Carter did a slam dunk contest and N ones, and then the next week did that uh, Nike commercial with the basketball, uh-huh. and that was basically the downfall of Adidas. Watch the documentary. <laughs> the shit is so good. I'm, I'm literally gonna save this here for next week. We'll talk about it next week. It's a good documentary. I'm not watching that. Uh, oh, do you know that shows three white people that made N one? Really? <laughs> ha! Watch the documentary. Is that why every time they get the game, they be like, and one. 
And one that's basically means like he got fouled. Extra point, sure. yeah. yeah. But it went in, so the two points count, and then he goes to the line for. I know what M one means, but, but what, watch the documentary. Okay, that shit it. is good. It's That'll not just it. about the sport; it's about the business that went into that shit. Mm-hmm. That shit is really good. California. Uh, so let's let's wrap this up. This last topic here. You guys remember the uh, movie Minority Report? Yeah, great you movie. Watch, you ever watched the movie Minority Report? No. Great movie. Where the system was basically predicting crimes and arresting people before the crime. There is now officially an AI system uh, that is uh, designed to predict crime before it happens and it's been tested in multiple cities so far with an accuracy rating of 80 to 90%. Of predicting the crime, and <laughs> what do you guys have to say to minority what information? Are they is using officially here? What, what, what are they using I'm to plug in the information? Like, are they are using social the media or, or internet habits? Me. What are they plugging into the AI to say that I'm going to black people? Hold on, let's see Search if this interview. Black. Uh, Keep talking mm-hmm. while I read the article. Black. <laughs> so we go from, from the caucus mountains. Uh, Look at you. The costume is simple. The si- you gotta let that caucus mountain shit the go. The city of Chicago releases event logs for each crime, including where and when the crime what happened. Sh- what was that documentary? That's where that God said came. The fucking. It was Colors. What was that Colors documentary? With that about what? There's a documentary that literally. It was called Colors. Mm-hmm. And they talked about like. Oh, hidden colors. Hidden colors. Yeah, yeah, I've seen and that the one. History. Mm-hmm. They had everything. They had Nas on that shit yeah. too. That's why. I'm, I'm, t- I'm <laughs> telling you, the reason I talk, I talk like this because I it was, was like, it was shit. like, uh, what's that? What's that black? Uh, the, the something the sheed. It was him. It was like a whole bunch of fucking killer bikes. Dr. Was in Umar. It. I, I don't know if Umar, Umar was, was in it. He was in one of the earlier ones, like the one or two. That shit was Because there's like four of them. I only watched three, but the fourth one I was like, I'm good, bro. I, get, I was like, I get what you're saying. I'm good, bro. I'm like, why is Nas in it, though? He's a fucking rapper. All right, so here's, <laughs> here's what to say about the AI system. Uh, the concept is simple. The city of Chicago releases event logs for each crime. Including this when and Chicago? where the crime happened. Oh, and this da- this is one of the cities. And this data is fed into a machine learning algorithm. Then the city is separated into 90, 90 square meters. That's 1,000 square foot chunks. And the event logs combined with the areas create what the uh, researchers refer to as a time series. The AI then uses these time series to predict crimes based on where and when they often happen. Essentially, the model can say there will likely be an armed robbery at this specific area on this specific day, but not know who will carry it out. How? This distinguishes it from other technology that is used to detect crime, such as the AI that we previously reported on and that, that identifies people most likely to be criminals. Which, of course, was horrifically racist and flawed. Yeah. Mm. Thoughts on... So I do believe that there's a way for you to track human behavior because we are um, species of habit. Like we do things repetitively based upon need, want, desire, etc. But for us to be able to like use technology to be able to determine, like if you're gonna log an event, I mean, okay, investigate it. Like mm-hmm. sure, 
But for you to have the AI point out like specific individuals who may no, no, they didn't say it was pointing out specific oh, individuals. Oh, oh, oh. I was like, that it, it says is racist and said, it, it's biased. They said a That's previous dope. AI Bias. did that and it was flawed. But right. this one is not saying who's doing it. But but it's, it's saying gonna there's gonna most likely be a crime in this area. Arm drop. It will like tell you the type of crime right. in this area right. on this specific day. Yeah. So it's just it's not telling you this guy right here in the black is about to chop this guy's head off. Yeah. It's saying something is about to happen in this area. Get somebody over there. No, I do believe that. I do believe that that's a thing because, like I said, we are creatures of habit, mm-hmm. and I do believe that we live on like cycles. So. Even if it's a robbery cycle, a daily cycle, a yearly cycle, I do believe that we live on like, a, like, like I don't know, it's like a timeline or whatever mm-hmm. it may be. So at the end of the day, for we're creatures of habit. And, and as long as you can trust humans to be humans, that AI is going to always work because humans aren't unpredictable mm-hmm. unless they do the work to be unpredictable. Yeah. And a lot of people don't do that work, and i.e. work meaning like meditation. Mm-hmm. Blah, 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 blah. For those of you who know, you know, Jamal, anyways. Um, so long story short, like I do believe that the masses are like stuck into that ideology and so humans become very predictable when they don't learn how to live outside of their predictability. Jamal? Um, I think this is a horrible idea. Like, yeah. Like, humans already can't get policing right. And you're gonna make a human make an algorithm to try and make policing right? Like, well, AI is an algorithm. Is if you're feeding it information, but someone has to create the AI and feed it into what the it gets parameters. The information. Yeah, feed the parameters of it. what it's looking for, and a human has to do that. <clears throat> and human policing has never worked in this country, at least. That's why they're leaving it to a robot. But a human has to program the robot. And I think it has, uh, well, I'm not saying it has free roam to do whatever, but that could be the future. That, this that, could be beta. That is the baddest. Is this the beginning of Robocop? Well, not Robocop, but Robo- Terminator? <laughs> was Skynet? Skynet? No. Because Skynet was not even that. Skynet was literally like, we'll control your computers, we'll control your whole life. It wasn't policing. I do believe that there should be an algorithm that like tracks behavioral patterns for a specific like I'm off like that's a that's a problem in the grand scheme of things like until they prove humans can police properly trusting it to a a programmer to put it into an algorithm if if somebody's considered if somebody's consistently researching how to preserve a body how to get rid of my ex-husband. Like, if you're consistently researching shit that's like, okay, we need to ping this shit, then I do believe that that is something that should, the AI should pick up. Yeah. Like, this nigga may be like 68% possible of killing somebody. That's what I like about the AI that they talk about in here. It's like, we're not gonna say who, but in this 90 square blocks, nigga, something's about to happen. happen. So at the end, of, and, and even if it's like from monitoring web searches and different things that you say in text messages and things, like if there was an AI that could literally track the habits and the and like just the psyche of human beings yeah. and what they're searching, then you could potentially have stopped a bunch of kids from getting killed at an elementary school, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But because we have these protections and we want these rights as human beings, 
for the government not to spy on us, and the government spies on us, they just don't want to be. They just don't prove it. Like yeah, so at the end they'll of the never day, let like, us know. But but <clears throat> worst case scenario, like we're going like if you start searching some crazy shit, you're going to get found out. But at the end of the day, it's just like there if there was a system in place that actually like picked out certain trigger words that would identify somebody that is off their shit and could potentially do something something crazy. I don't see a problem with that type of technology. As long as, like, <clears throat> I mean, they use it in a situation to, like, stop them from doing something that's detrimental to, uh, like, lives of the yeah. day. Um, do I think that you should be held accountable for, like, I don't know. That's a, I don't know. I'm going to stop talking now. It's sticky. <laughs> it's very sticky because you could literally be harmless in your searches and still end up on their radar. Possibly. Just out of curiosity of something that you're searching. You see what I'm saying? So... I don't know, it's dangerous, but I think... Pressure cooker yeah. mixed with... Then they'd be like, wait, wait, wait. This nigga's tripping. Yeah. Just be careful what you're searching online. Or this AI's gonna get you. Or this... <laughs> my all the answers are online. But Minority Report is officially here. And I, I think it will become a thing more prevalent in the future as they get things more nailed down with that. That's not and if they're going to work like hand in hand with like the police officer. There's not a chance. You don't think so? Hell no. I'll see. We'll come back in head. five years and we'll, we'll yeah, see what happens. Yeah, police officers got it bad right now. They're not yeah, they got it bad, but they're, they're, they're so not, the AI should help them get better. They're not going to let an AI do anything. They're vain. They're you evil. Never know. Never, know. never say never. Oh, never say never. But we are going to wrap things up right here. So thank you so much for hanging out, guys. Uh, if you are new, make sure you hit that follow button. Podcast live show here on Twitch at 7.30 to 8.30, depending on the day. Uh, <laughs> Maria usually here at 7.30. And then this gets chopped and screwed. Like, we're from Texas, and the audio goes live on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music on Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Uh, clips on TikTok. All of that is down below. Hit all those buttons below. And uh, we will see you guys next week. So enjoy the rest of y'all day. Bye. Much love. Peace. Enjoy Bye. your vacation, people.